I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hello, hello. Lo is in the house, and we're going to be talking about burnout. I mean, it is such a real-life thing, and I did a post about it recently on social and a lot of people were like wow okay I really connect with that and so I thought I should actually do you know a podcast about it and I know I've kind of talked about it before but there is a need because I think people try to hide if they've been through burnout or they're embarrassed by getting through burn or like going into burnout or they don't even realize necessarily that's what's happening to them like I didn't when I went through it and I went through it for a long time like it was multiple months um but burnout is real I just want to put that on the table it is a real thing nobody is immune from it and just because I've experienced burnout before doesn't mean that I won't ever experience it again in fact it can happen really at any time and in my mind burnout is kind of when you maybe get off balance with certain things or you're just like going and going and going because maybe the circumstances require you do, or maybe you've just invested yourself in so many things that you don't even have time anymore for downtime. But it's like when there's an imbalance in your life where the rest and relaxation period or, you know, the great nights of sleep, whatever it is, you're not getting anymore because there's so much more happening that you just can't properly take it all in and do it all. And I know we like to think we can do it all. And in some ways, yes, you can absolutely do it all, right? Like you can invest yourself in the way you want to. You can work, you can have kids, you can have a family, you can do it all, but you still need a balance somewhere in there while you're doing it all. And so in some cases, when I say you can't do it all, I just mean if you overextend yourself at some point, you're going to hit, you know, this wall out there and it's going to creep up on you because there's going to be a while where you're doing everything to the max. And then one day you're just like, I can't anymore. So, uh, gosh, I want to say it had to have started maybe in like 2016 is when I think I really experienced my first kind of like true burnout. I was, you know, entering grad school. I was working full time at the time. I was also doing these boot camps at 4 a.m., um, you know, because as I've told you, I like challenges. I like to come up with these goals. I like to put myself into these experiences or things that, you know, I maybe haven't done before will be different and will push me to grow in some way. And at one point I was like, I need to do boot camp workouts because I just need something to shake it up. Like I've ran or walked a majority of my life. Um, that's just something, you know, I was on track. I I did cross-country stuff. I just like to run or walk naturally. I mean, as you know, I post my morning walks on social like pretty much every morning. So it's just my calming, grounding thing. But that gets tiring after a while. Sometimes you just don't want to run or walk anymore. Like you want something different. And I was all into this. 
I should be building muscle. I should be doing these things. I used to lift weights in high school, so maybe I should start doing all that again. So that's how like boot camp all of a sudden became something impressive to me. And there was this one um, boot camp place. They had two locations by me, but they had this challenge where you went on like their eating plan and then you did like this early morning 4 a.m. boot camp and it wasn't open to the public. Like it was only open to this group that had signed up. And so it was true accountability. But you were going, it was, I believe, six days a week. I think there was one day of rest in there. But you were literally doing stuff six days a week. And the boot camp, um, so you did like the hour in the gym or like in the parking lot with sprints and all that kind of stuff. And then after like, after the first week or two of it, you would move into like doing all that stuff plus running after the boot camp for like a mile or so or two miles around this park area. So it was a pretty intense workout. Like by the time the first the first day, I remember thinking, what did I sign myself up for? I just remember feeling like I was not going to be able to move again. Um, and then the next morning at you know, three something, I had to get up to go move again and subject myself to the pain and torture that I had had the day before. Luckily, that like feeling and, you know, feeling overwhelmed by going from basically nothing. I think I was doing nothing, which is why I was like, you need to shake up. You need to get yourself into a gym. And I didn't feel like I could like do it myself, like teach myself what to do, which is why I signed up for the structure. But I think I felt lazy, which is why I was like, you need to do the hardest thing out there and you need to just try it and you're going to get it. And luckily after a few weeks, yes, like my body had gotten into the rhythm of like, okay, you get up at, you know, 3.30 or whatever it was, because luckily it was pretty close to my house, but you get up at this time, this is, you know, what you need to do for this hour. And then eventually like I felt more awake at work and, you know, I started getting that energy doing it and I started meeting people at the boot camp and so it got a little more exciting like oh I get to see so-and-so today and we're gonna do this and you know we relied on each other to like kind of coax each other to come back the next morning because it was it was really grueling like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it it was pretty tough like the first time we had to do the weighted sled push and pull pull I like about died I almost fell on the thing you know it was (laughs) It was pretty, it was a lot. Sled pulls, not my favorite. I'm glad I was able to do them though. But, you know, those things are pretty rough. Like you can literally put pushing it and then flat out fall on your face. Um, (laughs) uh, That Yes, that did happen. But it's like I was challenging myself in ways I had never before. Like never really done anything to that extent before. I had done a boot camp once before, but it was a mild boot camp, I would say. It was more of like out in a parking lot and running some, you know, lines like you do in basketball on the court and or whatever those ones are called. Um, and it was some, you know, challenges and stuff, but it, it didn't incorporate all the weights and like weighted sled pulls or tire flipping or any of that stuff. So it was kind of like a very mild boot camp, more running and just like outdoor activity. But this one was just like intense gym activity. Um, But I'm lucky to say I now know, you know, proper forms for all that stuff. And I'm sure if I went back to an activity similar, like some of it would come back to me in terms of like how I need to execute everything. But it is very powerful to be able to flip a tire. 
I don't know if you've tried it. If not, and you get the opportunity, I highly recommend it because there is something about being able to flip one of those huge truck tires that's like almost as tall as you um, across the floor. I don't know. There's just something to it. And maybe it's just me. But that gave me like the ultimate like, yeah, I flipped the tire like I can do this. Um, that was probably my favorite activity out of all of boot camp. But so I was really invested in like this challenge went on for a few months. And so I was doing that and working. And so when that ended, I'm like, I'm going to do the challenge again. Like, I don't want to give up my momentum. So I signed up again. But meanwhile, I had also, you know, applied for grad school and been studying for the GMAT and took the GMAT test and then got accepted to grad school and started grad school. So not only was I getting up, you know, in the three o'clock hour to get ready for this 4 a.m. boot camp, I was then working all day. And then I started going to school at night um, because the program I did was master's program for people, you know, with careers or other things going on that needed night classes. Um, so I was on campus, I believe, three nights a week. Plus, there was obviously all the homework, which there was a lot of homework. It's grad school. They don't go easy on that. They want you doing big projects and, you know, group projects, like speeches, the whole thing. Like, it's not, there's analysis of all sorts of things. And, like, some of the subjects I had to do were math, um, not my strong suit, not something that is fun for me. You know, I had to do economics, like all these topics. It wasn't just, you know, stuff that I like, like writing, communication, marketing. It was, you know, across the board because I went for um, a, a master's of like business administrations because I did want to learn all these things that weren't in my current skill set. But, you know, some of those classes required a lot of extra work because it's been a long time since I've taken some math classes. And so, you know, it just... It was using a lot of old skills that I didn't really remember or had to look up or needed, you know, it took me a while for some of that stuff. So doing classes on top of getting up and then staying up sometimes till midnight doing homework or submitting something or taking a test or whatever it was, like that all of a sudden made it to where I was only sleeping three hours some night, you know, because when you have to get up in the morning and you can't go to bed earlier like I was when I originally started doing the boot camps like it just changed and I wasn't getting a break in the day because I literally would leave work and then head straight over to campus um, and on the nights when I didn't have you know campus stuff I would be doing the homework from the other days so it got to be quite a lot like the weekends even turned into a lot of times meeting up either at the school library or at Starbucks with my group um, because there was a lot of group work, a ton of group work, way more than undergrad. There was a ton of group work. So, and I guess it's, you know, to simulate, right? Like if you have a career and you're in a business, like a lot of times you're not working individually, you are working in a team. So they were simulating that, but it just requires a lot more time and attention when you can't just power through things on your own all the time. So I was spending a lot of weekends with classmates and doing things so like my schedule just got to this point where I literally wasn't really sleeping that much and I didn't have any free time or really truly time to just unwind um, so 
I kept it up though, like for the entire length of that next challenge, which I think was three months. And then when that was over, I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. So I, I obviously had to drop the working out portion of it. And sure, I tried to get up and like work out some during school, but you know, once I lost the motivation of the boot camp and the accountability that that program had provided me, like it was very hard to force myself out of bed, especially after staying up, you know, until midnight doing something like I was like, oh, that extra hour or two of sleep would be wonderful. So I had started getting slightly out of balance, even though I didn't like really feel it at the time. I was like, nope, this is necessary. You know, it's not a big deal. I'll just start working out when I get done with school again or I'll work out on the weekends when I can, things like that. But it quickly like fell to the wayside. And I don't think I even realized like I had just completely cut it out. I In my head, I kept telling myself, oh, yeah, you'll do this then. Like I, I was telling myself it was OK that I wasn't doing it. Um, or that I would try to, you know, I might go out for a walk here or there, but there was no consistency anymore with it. Like one of the pillars of my balance was like gone. And I rely on, you know, that for just keeping a clear mind and positive attitude because I, I, I love getting fresh air and I love just, you know, doing something that is making me move. And there's so many good benefits to like doing a workout or like just getting up and moving and so I think when I like cut that out, even though I wasn't intentionally trying to do so, it just like, you know, I felt off, right? Like something that I've done my entire life, I just wasn't doing anymore. Um, and it kind of takes, it wears on you, right? And then I was getting more into school and the projects get harder as the year was going on. And I was in an intensive program, like trying to get us through in like two years. So like I graduated in 2018 from that. So it was, you know, there I, I was doing it during the summer. It's not like I got summer break. I remember actually posting like one night after one of our finals, like our, like the core group of us that hung out, like we went to, I think it was like a little like brewery spot or something. And we were like, yay, school's out for summer. And it was like a Thursday night maybe or something. And it was like, ha ha jokes on us. School starts on Monday. Like summer ended like the Monday after, you know, there, because there was summer classes like to get through in the amount of time that, you know, to stay in line with the classes, you didn't really have the option not to take classes through the summer. It was like, you were going to be in it for two years. And if you missed a term, it was like, you would have to like wait until those classes like reappeared the next year. So you were locked in and going, like there was no pause. Um, Unless you wanted to take, you know, a longer time to get through school, which I did not. I wanted to be one and done. A school is not cheap. Um, I even went to a state school, all of that. But school is not cheap. I don't even know how people are going to pay for it in the future. But it was not cheap to go back. So I was very focused on, like, I need to get this done in the time frame that they have allotted. Um, so there are not extra charges and extra fees and all this stuff. So it was very intensive. So I was really like going, right? Like my brain was on all day at work and I even was studying at lunch at work. And then I was, you know, going to all the classes and running through all of that. And then came graduation or like I should say before graduation, I was in like a really cool marketing class towards the very end of school. And that class got me super excited about, I don't know, just starting something new. And one of our assignments in that last class was, you know, 
coming up with a concept for like a blog. And that like lit something in me. I was like, oh my gosh, I could actually do this. Like this is something that I could truly picture myself doing. So I really put a lot of effort into the assignment and I came up with the whole concept. I came up with like different URLs I could get, like all of this. And I ended up doing it. I ended up launching Breaking Glass Girl, which was my first like real attempt at something like entrepreneurial or like side hustle. And it really did come from um, being in school and getting my master's because my master's made me think about myself differently and was like, hey, you can really accomplish, you know, like big things like this because the first time I told myself I wanted to get a master's was in high school. And, you know, I did it like all these years after actually graduating from college and taking a break. But it really showed me a different side or confidence level that I had that I could do something huge like that that wasn't just you know running a race or something it was a true like dedication I mean that was it was next level dedication to something I sacrificed a lot I remember throughout that process when you know somebody would come to town to visit us like I couldn't participate in most of the things that were going on I sure I saw them but like I wasn't going out to dinner, going to the fun experiences. Like, you know, my husband and I couldn't hang out in the way that we had been because I had so much to do. So it was truly like a huge sacrifice of time during that period. Um, But this class like really ignited something in me. And so, you know, I was excited about being done with school and I'm like, I'm going to have all this free time. You know, I can just go, go, go. And so I decided to launch you know, this blog and started going on that. And it was a lot of work. It was, I think I was naive to like how much work goes into the blog. Like I I did give it some consideration for sure, but I was not fully prepped for like the amount of work. And part of my blog, um, it was all, well, I should tell you, it was all about, well, breaking glass girl, breaking glass ceilings in the corporate world. But during it, I wanted to get interviews with different people and how they broke like their glass ceiling to get where they were. And I actually started talking to a lot more entrepreneurs and interviewing a lot more entrepreneurs than I was corporate people. And mainly it was a little easier because sometimes with corporate, like they have to get it approved through work if they're going to do an interview or things like that. Whereas with entrepreneurs, you know, they can decide if they want to do it or not. Um, So I met a ton of fascinating women um, who were all living their dream or created a business or were branching out into these exciting activities. And so it really like gave me this other perspective of this whole side of life that I'd never even considered or thought about this entrepreneurial side, right? Like I've been so focused on like my corporate lifestyle and all of that, that it was like this exciting new world to hear about and just how differently they thought about things than I did and um, how they even like, I mean, I think it's so brave to start your own business. And so I was just in awe with the stories I was hearing and how they just like literally a lot of them ended up just quitting their jobs one day and like jumping in, like they sure they might've saved money or like had a plan in place, but they said eventually they just had to take the leap of faith and just, stop what they had known and 
the security they had and they just had to go. And I always found that so fascinating. Like, how do you get to the point where you're just able to say, okay, today's the day I am like changing my life completely. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think I'll, I would ever get to the, exactly that point. Like I do a lot of things on the side, but I don't know. It was fascinating to me just to hear these stories and the amazing things, you know, the women were doing. So I put a lot of effort and time into it, took a lot of coordination. Um, but at some point I realized I was really editing myself in it. Um, I was afraid to write things because I feel talking's one thing to me, but writing something's totally different. And I feel like when you have the written word, you have the opportunity to like review it and all that. And I was like editing myself to where I didn't even feel like I was being really genuine. And I realized too, like, I didn't really want to write about corporate life, right? Because, you know, I work in corporate environments. So I couldn't like get into, if I saw something or something like, I just, I never felt comfortable fully like writing everything about it or what, you know, I might've been truly going through um, at times. And so I just didn't feel genuine. Like it wasn't connecting with me. And I think I was just getting tired. I think the burnout, you know, was already setting in, even though I didn't identify it as that at the time. Um, I think it was like in the background already like starting to work, right? It started with the working out, but I think it like amped up even more when I finished school and then tried to switch all my energy into this blog. Um, but I did, you know, take that amazing trip to Miami to get a little bit more feeling of that entrepreneur life and you know, get a little more excitement. So like, I think like subconsciously, I really thought, think I knew what was happening, but I was doing things to try to like give myself another like zest or, you know, energy boost to keep going. Even though like the one side of me was like, slow down, slow down. Uh, so I went to Miami and I met Dr. Jessica Emery, which like I've told you before, I'll be on her podcast. I'm in the club of hers. But she is like a mover and shaker. She just is so accomplished. And I have such respect for her and all that she does. And she's investing in so many women now through the new program she's creating. It's like, it's so amazing to see the work she's doing because she's helping raise me up. Like she gives me tips all the time and she's putting me in places where I can interact with other women who are also making changes and growing in their life and she's connecting me. So like, this is now like nowadays, this is happening right now. Um, but it's so amazing. So I am so thankful that, you know, I felt like I needed just another boost to like keep me going with the blog that I went to Miami because had I never taken that step or like jumped into this trip, um, for this conference, I never would have met her and things would be much different now. So so thankful that I did that and that I was going the, the way that I was at the time. But shortly after that trip, I think I realized even more that how inauthentic it felt. Like, I feel like it was a really good concept. I feel like Breaking Glass Girl could have been a really amazing thing, but it just wasn't the time for me to do it. And so I, I shut everything down. Like, I I took down the website. If you go look, like the URLs aren't mine anymore. I kind of gave it all up. Um, I truly didn't want anything to do with it 
because I had started getting just so tired. Like it became a chore that I had to write blog posts. So I went from being like overly excited and just like, I can do this. This is going to be the most amazing thing ever to, oh my gosh, I have to write another blog post. Um, and it became, yeah, it was just really draining. I one day was just like, oh, why, why am I sitting here? I spend so much time writing these things. I'm just trying to come up with whatever to fill the space, which who wants to read whatever, like in this world of social media and TV shows and, you know, hanging out with people and like every other thing you have going on in your life. Like, why would you choose to read somebody's whatever writing? And, you know, I had to get real with myself. And my husband said, if you don't like it, you can be done with it. And I was like, I think I needed that permission to like officially drop it. And I was like, you know what? I am going to shut it down. And I did. I literally deleted everything. Well, I mean, I kind of have some stuff. I downloaded some stuff, but I knew I was just done with it. Like it probably, it was a a really big excitement project from grad school. And I'm glad I did it. Like, I'm glad I went through the exercise and did it because it, it catapulted me to think that way. And it, you know, ultimately led me here to, you know, that now what I'm doing, which feels so right and real and authentic. Um, but I needed that first step, right? I needed to just try something and see what I could do with it. Oh my gosh. And I almost forgot during that time too, I was experimenting with the blog I also started selling lip scents. I don't know if anybody even knows what that is anymore because it was like a fad for a few years there, but now it's like completely gone. But I have no desire to sell, you know, makeup or anything to anyone. But I was really into this entrepreneurial like vibe going on and like, oh, you can do anything. Um, and so I invested money in getting a stock of lipstick and I was selling it to people and I just, I don't know. I got really involved in that, which also got really draining. Like it was a lot, right? Like there were all these quotas that you had to try to meet. And in order to buy new stock and get discounts, you had to buy X amount. And then there was all this tracking and shipping everything out and buying labels and packaging. And, you know, like they had all these videos you could watch and there were all these people who were doing it and killing it in this business. And so there were all these tips and I was going on live showing people how to put on lipstick, which is, it's funny because like, I'm not trained to do that. Sure. I love makeup. Like I do. I always have, but you know, it's never been anything where I'm like, yeah, I want to get into learning how to do makeup or teach people how to do makeup. And I was doing makeup tutorials, you know, on Facebook live at the time. I just, I don't know. I don't know where like my head fully was with that. I think I was just really grasping at like, straws like any opportunity I could get that kind of excited me and I, I wanted to still stay like going and going um I was like jumping on because I I really do think my gut was telling me like no you're gonna crash soon so like it was all these like little I, I would say um life preservers that I was like trying to hold on to this ride that I had been on like you can still keep going you can do anything you want um and slowly I was like crashing and burning so I had just invested myself in things that weren't even going to be fully fulfilling for me, but I don't know. They were giving me like a short-term high, like, oh yeah, this is great. Great opportunity. You're going to make tons of money. Well, no, the women who make tons of money in those things, like they are investing a lot of time and they have, you know, got it down pat. They're not just throwing it in as a side hustle in addition to the other things. Like they're truly caring about what they're doing and 
that's how you are successful at those things. You've got to invest yourself a lot. You can't just, you know, half do it and expect to be like them. And that's what I was doing. I wasn't because I wasn't really connected to it. I wasn't listening to my gut that was telling me, you know, this isn't really you. You're not going to be selling makeup for the rest of your life because that's just not my passion. But yet I'm like, yeah, let me invest all this money and let me jump into it. Let me create a brand. I bought business cards for this thing. I mean, no joke. I spent a lot of money on this. I also bought business cards for Breaking Glass Girl um, and stickers. Oh, yeah, I bought stickers. And so anybody I interviewed, I was putting like little kind of like see-through sticker things onto champagne glasses and sending it to them as thank yous, like, which was a cool touch. But I wasn't an established business. I was literally doing a blog out of my bedroom. And here I am like putting all these expenses into things um, because I was trying to look bigger than I was, you know, the fake it till you make it mentality. But I also wasn't truly invested in what I was doing. So it was a lot of hype and energy expending that, you know, probably I shouldn't have done at all. So I just, you know, I shut things down. I realized with the blog, I just shut it down. It was sad when I took it down, right? Because I could have viewed it as a failure, but it was kind of like, okay, you know, you gave something up that you were trying. And then I had to shut down my lipstick business because at some point I was spending more than I was making to keep it running. And at that point, like, you just have to cut your losses. Um, So I remember I just started gifting people. I'm like, just take it from me. I don't need all this inventory of stuff. And like, so I, I dissolved that and I shut down the page and that was that. And so I went from having boot camp and school to having school and starting this blog to having, I mean, I, obviously I was working this whole time. So I kept that up too. Like my career was still going and I was fully invested in that. And then I got to, you know, just having work because I shut down all the other extracurricular stuff. And you know, I kind of turned into a couch potato. Like your definition of one, I I met it. Like I was so exhausted from all of these crazy things I had put myself through that didn't really align with who I was or what my gut had been telling me to do. I was not listening to myself, but I was so burned out that I stopped doing everything but working. And I was even drained at work. Like I was just drained all the time, even though I was doing nothing. And I think doing nothing almost made it worse because I wasn't getting any like positive energy, you know, like obviously I I enjoy my career. I've told you I like working in corporate, but I wasn't doing anything outside of that to fulfill the rest of my life. Like I, I didn't have any more energy spikes coming in because I literally had nothing to give, so I just shut it all down. And when you're just sitting and watching TV a lot and then working, like, and you've, you're used to an active or lifestyle where you're, like, constantly doing these challenges or trying new things, it's such a difference. Um, but I sat in that for a couple years. Like, no joke. Burnout was so real for me. Like, it took me a few years to be able to like even want to enter a 5k again and get out walking or to want to try to do something new like the pageant honestly was probably the first 
big thing or challenge that I've put myself through since 2018. And it's, you know, was in 2023. And granted, I started way earlier. So I was getting that spike, you know, in 2020-ish or 2021, early 2021 probably is better timing. And obviously COVID hit, which altered everyone's lives. But like prior to COVID, you know, I had two years where I kind of like, I gave up everything that mattered to me in ways. And I really just sat with myself and became bored. But in some ways, I think I needed it because the burnout had been coming for a long time and I just had ignored or was in denial that I was feeling that way. Um, But yeah, it was a tough struggle. I mean, it took a long time to try to repair myself to where I was super excited about something again. And so that's why like, I caution like people don't want to share about burnout because, yeah, there was a time where I was embarrassed that nothing was making it. You know, I people were all invested in the blog. And I remember on the day that I launched it, like my husband and I were having champagne and we were so excited that I had just done this first big kind of like entrepreneurial thing. And I remember seeing people's comments about how excited they were to follow this and that like we need this in the world and it's going to be such a positive thing. And then I like I felt at the time like I let everyone down, right? Like I couldn't hack it. I couldn't do it to what it was promised to be and it ended up not being that. And I like today I'm a stronger person than I was then. So I wouldn't feel that like guilt or like I misled people. Um, because I honestly was just trying to do my best. But at the time, like I took it really hard. Like I was really hard on myself for letting that dissolve and not live up to what I had hoped it would be. Um, so there was that in there. And then, you know, with the lipstick thing, I think it was like a Hail Mary in my life. Um, but it was just really hard to like sit in this place where I wasn't really doing anything to invest in myself outside of, you know, showing up at work. Um, But like I said, then COVID hit. And I think finally during COVID, uh, everybody got like a mandatory break. But I think I started realizing then, like I started walking again to get out of the apartment because then it became really important, right, to get fresh air and like get yourself out of your immediate space. And you couldn't go into other building with people. So like you just needed to go breathe outside air. So that is what really got me walking again um, and got me excited about doing something like that. So I used to walk around because we lived in Anaheim when lockdowns happened and we were right in the Angel like Stadium parking lot or like, I mean, we were touching the parking lot. So I used to walk around Angel Stadium parking lot that whole time and it was a nice you know, walk, but I started doing that like daily and I, my walks would get longer and then I'd branch out to the other sides of the street. And all of a sudden I started feeling a little more like myself, right? I like was picking up this working out thing again. Um, and even though I wasn't doing anything crazy, like it was so nice to like feel a little more like I had. Um, and so that's all I did. And, you know, then I would maybe do some push-ups at home. Like I did a little minor things, but at least I was out walking. And then, you know, once we, we were able to start doing things like, you know, we moved to Texas and it was like, okay, now I need to start walking here and I need to start investing in myself again. And it was before things like fully reopened, but 
that is when I, you know, saw the Toddlers and Terrors rerun. Um, and I was like, I could do a pageant because it wasn't because I saw the little kids and wanted to do the pageant like them. It was, I remembered um, somebody from grade school, her and her mom used to compete. And I was always in awe that her mom was competing, you know, in pageants. And that's what actually was watching Toddlers and Terror that reminded me about that. And I was like, I bet I could compete now. You know, I'm an adult and she was competing as an adult. So that's what like led me to it. And, you know, competing in the pageant and starting that is what started Love Yourself Inside Out. It has, I can't even tell you the self-growth that has happened. Like, I feel like a completely different person than the person I was. I felt like I was a shell, you know. And it was prior to COVID, so I'm not even saying it was because of the lockdown and COVID. It all started a couple of years prior, but like that was like three years worth of me being a shell of myself because I just had gone too far and I didn't know how to stop myself in advance. Like if I had dialed back a few things, I think I would have not had to cancel everything that I could. You know, it was a pretty, I wouldn't say like super dark place, but I was just... I wasn't as cheerful and I'm usually a glass half full kind of person and I wasn't I wasn't half full of anything I was I think I, you know I was disappointed in myself I was holding on to that for sure and I was just letting it kind of overrun and I'm like you know what I don't even care I'm just gonna watch tv like I deserve this I did so much um but if I had just dialed it back when the first warning signs popped up probably could have prevented or at least lessened the impact of the complete burnout. Um, but now I'm like fully recharged, you know, like I'm being really authentic. I'm being really genuine. I'm doing things from the heart. I am not doing them because other people are expecting certain things of me anymore. That's one of the biggest shifts that has happened in the self-growth. Like I am doing this for me. Obviously, I do want to benefit other people so they don't go through some of the things or they realize they're not alone with feelings about, you know, loving themselves or not loving themselves. Um, but I'm doing it for me. Like, I'm doing it from an authentic place and I'm aligned with my gut feelings and I'm, I'm moving in a way that's really true to me versus trying to impress or jumping in to things that, you know, aren't really resonating with me. So I got way more genuine during that time. And I'm also not pushing myself to the extent that I used to. Um, sure, yes, I'm trying. But like like I said, I gave myself multiple, a long time to prep for the patch. And I didn't try to cram it into three months and say, I'm competing in three months and you're going to do this. I was like, I took my time because like I said, it's my first thing coming out of this burnout period. And the last thing I wanted to do was like make myself do something really fast and have to invest way more. I mean, obviously, I invested a lot of time and energy and hard work, but I didn't cram it into a short time. I gave myself time to still live life outside of it. And so I think I just learned, like, you need to take it a little slower. Give yourself time. Like, you are on your own timeline. You are not on anybody else's. I'm not doing this for somebody else. I'm doing it to invest in myself. And only I know what that means or what's right for that. And so, yeah, now I'm you know, getting into the club and I'm doing stuff for 
there and I want to grow love yourself inside out and I want to start public speaking and I I'm like I'm sure you're all thinking okay she just said she was burnt out and now she's talking about all these extra things that I want to do um but the difference is I am pacing them out I am not starting everything at once I am not you know racing to get more done I'm not committing to doing two podcasts a week because I would actually never do that I don't have the bandwidth to do that you know so I'm keeping it at one but it's like I'm doing things that feel right and I'm not putting myself into a box anymore of like you need to get this done now you need to follow the strict schedule I am taking my time with it and I'm enjoying the process and you know I will give you a prime example of how I kept myself from burning out the month of January so it's the first month in the club right um the pageant was happening, you know, that was a lot. And there was a book reading club thing, like they're a, a recommended book of the month or whatever for the club. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to do it. So, of course, like the day they announce it, I run out to Target and I get the book. And I have the best intentions in the world to read this book and be ready to answer the questions that are going to come, you know, with being in a book of the month type thing. And I started reading it one day and I was couldn't focus. I was thinking about, you know, the pageant and I was like, okay, let me clear my mind. Let me try this again. And then I started thinking about, oh, I need to do this social thing for love yourself inside out. And then I was like, like I couldn't focus. And instead of forcing myself to sit on a weekend, one weekend and just power through the book to catch up to where I probably should have been, I just decided I'm not reading the book this month. Which, which is kind of weird for me. Like this is against my, my grain. It's against my DNA to like opt out of doing something that's in something I invested in, right? Like I'm, I'm the one who will follow the syllabus to a T. I will do every page of homework. I will read from start to finish. Like, you know, it's against my being to not participate in this one piece of the club because I want to show up and do everything and be like, the, the A plus student, right? Like that's my nature. And so this is like going against that, but I know where burnout leads and re trying to cram a book into the month of January while prepping for the pageant and doing everything else that I still needed to do, it wasn't feasible. Like it would have been a drain. I wouldn't have enjoyed the book. I probably wouldn't have gotten much out of it either. So I've decided, you know, when the questions get posted, I will screenshot them and save them for myself later. And I will, you know, read the book at my leisure and then, you know, answer the questions. And I may skip the next month's book club book and just rejoin in March after I have a chance to read January. Like, I'm okay with that now because it's not worth the repercussion of trying to be perfect. It, sometimes it's just not worth it. And you know, you need to figure out what that is for you. What is that boundary that you need to set to keep yourself from hitting a burnout level? And so I guess in summary of all of this, like, I just want to say, listen to your gut and try not to ignore the warning signs when they're coming. Although it's, it's really hard when you're entering it to not know, but don't feel bad or ashamed about being in burnout and like really try to like give yourself grace during the time because your body is telling you something and like you do need to pause, right? You need a balance. You need to pause sometimes. And when the, 
when one side goes crazy or you're invested so much one way, it's hard sometimes to come back. So if you are experiencing it or if you're headed down that path, like there is another side, there's a way out of it, you will get there like you are a strong person. And so you're going to find your way. But just let yourself be. Don't try to force yourself because it really sucks when it gets so bad and you're like, who is this person anymore? You know, but there is another side to it. There's a there's a bigger, better opportunity or future coming because I did so much evaluation during that time that when I came out, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be that way. In fact, this is what's more important to me, and this is what's genuine. It allowed me to figure out who I genuinely was and the way I needed to move once I was ready to move again. But give yourself time. Take a slow start. You don't have to jump all in and be everything you were before. And just remember, it doesn't matter what other people expect of you. As long as you're meeting your own expectations and you're you know, good with where you're at, that's all that matters. So continue to love yourselves. And support yourselves when burnout happens. I'm not immune. I'm sure it's going to happen to me at some point, but I'm going to give myself more grace this time. So thank you for tuning in, and we will touch base next week. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.